Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome, Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here, and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast, keeping the celebration going, celebrating three years of podcasting on the Early Accountability Podcast. Again, I am so grateful to everyone who has supported me through this journey. And if you are new to listening to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. The Early Accountability Podcast has a goal of helping others reach their goals. So whether it's a personal endeavor or professional endeavor, we want to equip you with the tools you need to succeed and start those things that may be difficult for you and to sustain it once you reach it. So every year what I have done since my first year anniversary is kind of share some takeaways and things that I have learned from podcasting within the last year. So in my third year, there were three big takeaways and I shared one for the last episode, which was do you. This episode for part two, I wanted to talk about just squatting up or getting a team around you. They're not being an I in team. And so I am very transparent with people who may ask me about my podcast or ask me about podcasting or launching a podcast. And there is no way possible I would have ever been able to do this on my own. Well, I could have done it on my own, but it definitely would not have been consistent. And that's one thing I'm learning too, as I've kind of started doing more video and just been really kind of inconsistent with it, because there are just a lot of things that I'm not good at, or I don't really care to do when it comes to like videos and editing. And one thing I've noticed is I don't necessarily have those hurdles in my podcast and my podcast has been very consistent, relatively consistent. So there is so much power in outsourcing. And I think that is so important, not even for businesses. There's sometimes some things people need to probably outsource in their home just to get some help and relief for and not trying to do it all. So since the podcast started three years ago, have pretty much only just kind of recorded. I've never edited a podcast. I have never wrote a show note. When I did have it transcribed, I never transcribed my show. There's just a lot of things that I don't do. I do usually create the flyers, you know, the different thumbnails that exist for my podcast each week. But even that, I tell people who are just launching, I don't even worry about that because there's sometimes just a lot of extra steps being created. But for me the success of the show or the consistency of the show, it's 100% in the fact that I outsource things that would be difficult for me, things that would put a burden on me, things that I feel like I'm not good at, or things that would create some kind of like barrier for me. So when it comes to editing the show, or like creating show notes for it, one big thing about those two things is that you have to actually listen to the podcast. And I don't, as you know, if you may have listened last week (laughs) to the last episode, I talked about how I don't listen to my podcast. (laughs) And so editing it will require me to go back and listen to it. Writing show notes would probably require me to, you know, listen and get back into the podcast as well too. 
And that's just something that I believe for me would just knock me off of my equilibrium and get me in my head. Not to mention Emmy and Kelsey, who helped me on my show. Emmy produces my podcast and edits it. And Kelsey does the show note. They are amazing. And I would not be able to do this without them. And I want to send them a thank you. I've never publicly thanked them, but I am so grateful for the support of both of you all and being there with me pretty much from the beginning of the show. Now, Emmy has produced every single episode of my podcast. He was the first person I went with and I've been with him for every single episode. Kelsey, I started working with her a little bit in the podcast, but not too far in. and. I tried a couple of different contractors or freelancers with show notes. And at one point I was getting my show transcribed and show notes and a few other things. Although Kelsey costed a little bit more for me than some of the other freelancers, I was able to just go ahead and say, oh, I'm not too worried about transcribing. I really like the way she does show notes. I would prefer to go with her. So I made some shifts in that so that I could be successful and have something that I felt was a really, really good fit for me. And that's also something too. Sometimes you might have to make some tweaks to get something that is of a higher quality or you think works better for you. So doing that, I was just able to kind of shift my budget for what I spent on the podcast and get what I felt was just really superior. I love their work. I love everything that they do. I don't, again, check back in on it. We kind of just have a flow and it just goes and it just works at this point. It's just kind of automatic for me and hopefully for them. (laughs) And so with that, I think that is so critical. I know good help is definitely hard to find, but if you can find people who are really good at something that you don't want to do, or who are interested in doing a task that is very tedious for you, or that may cause you to procrastinate, or that may cause you not to do something, outsource it. It's worth its weight in gold, platinum, diamonds, everything. It's definitely been worth it. So same thing. I don't really recheck back over their work. I know that they do good work. Again, like I said, I don't really listen to my podcast. I don't really dig into the show notes. Kelsey does do something on the show notes called topics covered in the episode. And she may not know this. I've never really told her that. But I love that in the show notes because that's the one little thing that I do skim before I upload the notes, just the topics covered. So it allows me to get a little synopsis of what she might have caught, you know, some of the big takeaways from it. And that kind of helps me kind of see what the perspective of somebody else may have grasped from what I may have been speaking about or what I may have been interviewing a guest about. So that's one thing that I just really, really love because it allows me to kind of get a little synopsis and I don't have to get too deep into it. I don't have to get too deep in my head and really, really read the show notes. So the topics covered in the episode is probably more so for me just to get the feedback. And so I love that in the show notes because I don't have to like dig into it. So find a format and find freelancers or people that can help you that will allow you to stay in alignment with your goals. And I think that is so, so, so critical. And I know my show wouldn't be where it is now if it wasn't for the team that's behind me. I've had other people work with me, but they have been with me the longest. We have been together consistently, like I said, since pretty much the beginning. As I'm expanding out this year, getting into more video having a community now for the Early Accountability Podcast and really trying to be more visible with the podcast and 
actually outside of just guests, actually interacting with the audience, doing more live coaching and things, I know that I'm going to have to expand my team. And it is hard. It's hard to do. So I know that it's not just the easy feat. You just get out there, you find somebody and it's always a great fit. That's not always the case. But sometimes you do have to try. Sometimes you have to acknowledge that you just necessarily can't do everything. And even if you can do everything, will you do it well? Is that optimal? Is that actually optimal for you and the goals that you have? And sometimes we have to kind of step back out of a place of ego and just say, you know, this is not really something I know a lot about. I may know a little bit about it, but it's just not something that I want to do or it's draining me or it's causing me to procrastinate. Or again, like I said, it's causing me to get in my head. So your squad or the people around you, whether it's the people that you work with, the networks around you are important, like being around other podcasters or just kind of collaborating with other people. It's super important. And like I said, there is no I in team. So your squad and those who are around you are just critical, but we have to recognize and we're trying to get to another level, we are probably going to have to bring others in, whether it's a coach, whether it's outsourcing help, whether it's a counselor, you know, the possibilities are infinite, but we usually are going to need some assistance or some supports from those around us or to choose certain people around us to help us with that. So three years of podcasting, the squad is critical. And yes, I am looking to expand the squad as we expand the podcast. And again, thank you. If I haven't said it enough, thank you to Emmy and Kelsey so much for being here for me and supporting me in the show. And thank you to you all in the audience for supporting the show, the podcast, giving me feedback, suggesting guests on the show, volunteering yourself to be on the show, giving me ideas for topics. I appreciate everything so, so much. Thank you for being faithful and loyal to me. And until next time, thank you for tuning in. It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals.